Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What I do have are a very particular set of skills. Great leaders, they stimulate belief without evidence. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. There ain't gonna be no four pillars. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. So back in the day, about the last uh, eight or nine years the Rams were here, the people with seniority got to choose what show they did on a Rams game day. And so Rick Venturi and I, we, we took the pregame show because we thought that could be happy. We could try to we, we, we could try to put some lipstick on that pig during the pregame show. And then Carrie got stuck with the postgame show. And that that had a tendency to be miserable. <laughs> we, we go now to the Brown and Crouppen celebrity line. And one of my all-time favorite co-workers and all-time favorite people, the coach Rick Venturi, joins us on 101 ESPN. Coach, good morning. How you doing? I'm doing good, Randy. Uh, you're exactly right. You, we did that pregame, and you're, you're exactly right. We needed a little of that 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 little uh, lead-in that you had, a little belief without evidence, uh, and, and, and we need that in Indianapolis right now as well. But you were my mentor. You got me started in this business, and I guess somehow I'm surviving. Uh, hey, you know what? Uh, as you know, because I text you pretty much every week, I love listening to you doing the analysis on the Colts games. And one of the reasons that I wanted to have you on today – because I know how hard you prepare. You prepare for a game that you're broadcasting like you did when you were a coach, right? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's the, it's the only way I can do it. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't I don't think that I'm a, uh, you know, a comedy guy or, you know, a fluff guy. I mean, I'm a football guy. And, you know, my hook is to treat the public as if they were my players in a meeting room and so you know i and i guess you wouldn't have to do it that way it's the only way i know and i you know i don't go into a game without you know probably you know probably around 30 hours of tape a week you know just to get ready for a game and as you know and i still do to this day in my podcast you know i create a blueprint just as if i were coaching both sides of the ball you know on on how to win it or you know how to how to do that and Obviously, they haven't been very good in Indy lately, but <laughs> but as you as you always say, they lose. <laughs> That's exactly right. When they win, it's us. When they, when they lose, it's them. <laughs> it makes life a lot easier being on this side of it, I'm sure. Uh, Coach, you always say one of your favorite sayings and one of the best sayings that I ever took away from you was, you're either coaching it or you're allowing it. And and yep. right now, no one's coaching anything in Indianapolis. Where are they going in, their, in terms terms of their head coaching search who are they looking at and, and are they waiting for the Super Bowl to end or or what exactly where are they at right now well uh, you know you you make a really good point uh, I mean we are 
And and it's hard for me to say that considering I was on your show in August and felt like we were really very much in it. But we are now at a real crossroads in this franchise history. I mean, and, you know, but we do have a couple things going after that last five-game disaster. Um, You know, number one, uh, we will hire a new coach. I think that'll be early next week. I think, you know, there's an unwritten moratorium here in this last week uh, with the Super Bowl uh, they, they've done everything. They've, they've had an extensive search, to put it mildly. Um, I think the key names, and I might be wrong, I think Steichen, the offensive coordinator from uh, Philadelphia. I think Callahan, the offensive coordinator from Cincinnati. Um, I think uh, an outlier, because I want them to go offense desperately, Kerry, um, and, I, and, I, and my third guy would be Kafka, simply because I think with the glut today, I mean the – the, the basically the supply cannot reach the demand. There's just too much turnover in the NFL, and you just can't find proven coaches. There's no different meal out there. Okay, so you're you're taking chances on guy, and you hope you hit on a guy like Zach, you know, like Zach the kid at uh, Cincinnati. Now, um, you know, we're going to have a lottery pick at quarterback, and hopefully we move to one. And if it were my choice, I'd take Bryce, you know, Bryce Young. But that's you know that's that's up for dispute. There's good people up there. But you're going to have a new coach and a new quarterback. And, you know, the Colts' great eras were when they had one in Manning and they had one in Luck. So hopefully they, you know, lightning will strike three times. Uh, I think I think you'll, they'll name that coach early next week once we get through the Super Bowl. Uh, but, you know, a, a, we need a total revamping of the offense. That's why I want an offensive guy. And I don't think you can count on hiring a coach who can come in and surround, you know, I don't believe you can surround them with those Jim Hannafins. I don't think those guys are out there anymore. You got guys, 14 year olds getting jobs in the NFL. And so I think for us right now, we need a a quarterback guy, an offensive guru and a play caller. If I went outside of that realm, the guy that intrigues me the most, the guy that I like a lot and, and, you know, he's a little bit tarnished by that job he took at 32, but uh, I would have to look at Raheem Morris. Hmm. Hey, Coach, how important is it to to hit on that draft pick? You said you all think you might be moving up to number one, but also the coach, the offensive minded coach. If you're drafting that quarterback and you're drafting you're drafting that quarterback and you're bringing in a new head coach, just how important is that for those two to mesh for things to go well for this season and for this future of this franchise? Oh, you 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 can't miss. I, I mean, you can't miss on this, and I'm not sure. As much as I like Bryce Young, I don't think he's a slam dunk like Andrew was. I don't think he's certainly a slam dunk like Manning was uh, or Joe Burrow, in my opinion. You know, uh, I think those guys were slam drunks. I think, you know, Mahomes has become the magic man, but I'm not sure he was a slam dunk coming out of college. I think that, you know, he's proven that he's one of a kind. But, you know, I in my book, uh, you know, Burrows was a slam dunk. And, you know, they merged him with Zach Taylor and you see what you got. You got a whole turnover in the franchise. We can't miss this. I mean, you can't miss it. If you miss on the franchise quarterback, uh, Randy will tell you, 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 can, you can be out of luck for decades. I mean, you know, and that's why it's so important. And that's why I want us to get to one. I don't, I don't want us to rely on four 
Because if we don't get to one, somebody else that needs a guy is going to get to one. So, I, 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 and we're sitting at four, so it isn't like we can't get there, Kerry. The coach, Rick Venturi, with us on 101 ESPN. Okay, as you prepared for games this year, you had the Chiefs in week three, and the Colts wound up beating yep. Kansas City 20-17, to and then yep. you had the Eagles, a one-point loss in week 11. And, Coach, I'm trying to think of reasons for one team or the other to win. You know how I break it down, but I, I yeah, want to get your yeah. take here. What do you think and why? Okay, when I when I look at the game and the the biggest question I have in my own mind is what exactly is the health of the two quarterbacks because these teams are quarterback driven. These guys are both MVP candidates. I mean, and they and they beat you in different ways. I mean, Hurts is a guy I love. I mean, he's become a more accurate thrower. Uh, I don't think he's totally there yet out of the pocket, but he's getting there. Uh, but the pressure that he puts on a defense schematically, you know, particularly when they get inside your 30, I mean, he becomes that 12th guy. He is going to get it in there. You know, if you remember, Randy, he beat us with a walk-off touchdown, which mm-hmm. I'm still crying about. <laughs> and, 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 you know, he ran a quarterback draw untouched. He could have run to St. Louis. But, um, you know, I, I, I'd like to know that if he's 100%. And, of course, Mahomes. Mahomes, to me, it's even more important because I think, in general, to me, Philadelphia is the better team. I think Philadelphia has literally no liabilities. I can nuance it and tell you where I would go after them, but they're not a team with liabilities, and I think that gives them a little bit of an edge. But the magic man is is who he is. He, he is one of one. Uh, he is a guy that can beat you despite – I think being average on defense, although they can rush the passer, you know, I mean, I think they have issues in the offensive line that he erases. Uh, other than Kelsey, I think most of their receivers are number twos. But he is so good, and if, if I thought that he was 100%, I would never bet against him. But he's got to be 100% because the thing that Philly can do better than Cincinnati, and I have a lot of respect for Cincinnati, I think their whole is greater than their parts, but – uh, Philly can rush the passer. I mean, they can come and keep coming. And, Kerry, when you can, on your second unit, when you have guys like Robert Quinn and Ndamukong Sue, I mean, that's your second wave, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you you know, they have depth, you know, from wall to wall. And so Mahomes' health uh, is, is really critical. The two weeks certainly help. Uh, but uh, if he's not quite 100%, you know, he's going to have to avoid in this game. And, you know, I, I really think, you know, both teams have similar statistics. Philadelphia is almost better in everything. But, you know, they're they're one and two in sacks. Um, they're one and two in sacks. Uh, Hertz is number four in QBR. But by and large, by far the best QBR guy in the league is Mahomes at 77. I mean, nobody is at 77. That's That's unheard of. Uh, but I think because both teams can rush the passer, and if they get ahead in the count on defense, both teams can really ruin your day with the pass rush. So I think, you know, and this is always, you know, we, we talk about this a little. I talk about it a lot. First down efficiency is going to be everything. And it, that's not necessarily establishing a run. You know, it is part of it. Uh, but the screen game, the play action game, the running game, whoever I think can really stay ahead in the count, to the, in this one, uh, will win it, and then eventually time of possession will matter. Randy, you brought this up. You know, we beat the Chiefs in 19 and 22. I mean, we beat them twice with Mahomes, 
but in both games, we had the ball 37 minutes. Mm. And in, in the game that Philadelphia looked the worst this year against the Commanders, uh, the Commanders had 152 yards rushing, and they had 40 minutes of ball control. So time of possession doesn't always matter. You know, it certainly didn't matter with the greatest show on turf. And Kansas City is similar to them in that they break certain principles, turnovers and that, and still win. But I think time of possession, if you if you can keep Mahomes on the bench in only 23 minutes, you'll beat them. Coach, I think you hit the nail on the head when you talked about the receivers for Kansas City being probably number twos as opposed to number one. And the defense, the, the, the defensive backfield that the um, Philadelphia Eagles have with Bradbury and they have Darius Slay on the outside, those guys are going to be able to cover them. You can probably, you know, bracket Travis and not have much issues because you, you get that front four that they bring, they they have a wave of guys that can get after the quarterback. If they can keep Patrick in the pocket, I think it's going to be a long day for the Chiefs offensively because of what the Eagles do defensively. Yeah, I think a couple of things, if, 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 and, I, and I said this uh, when we played the Chiefs, and we have, I mean, we've had the formula. Like I said, ball control, we haven't given plays over the top, and then we've doubled Kelsey in critical situations. You've got to you can't do it every down, yeah. but you have to bracket him on third down. It's a lot easier without Tariq Hill now, but you have to bracket him on third down, you have to bracket him in a red zone, and you have to bracket him when the game on the line. And if you don't, then it's coaching malpractice. And again, <laughs> you have to make those other guys beat you. Now, I do think, and, I, and I'm probably in opposition to a lot of people, I do think you can get after Bradbury, Carey. If, if, okay. if it's my team... One of the things I'm going to do on first down, because they're single high on first down, is I'm going to go formation left, because if they roll, they roll weak. I would go formation left with Bradbury's on their right, and I would attack him one-on-one. I think, and, and I know people love Bradbury, I, I think he's beatable on that side. I really do. And then I think you have to beat him with play action on first down, because they go like hell to the ball, and you don't get that heavy pass rush on first down. All right, Coach, one more thing, and I, I want to take the quarterbacks out of the mix, but one of your lines that Kerry and I use all the time is the Ambien player, the, the player that keeps the defensive coordinator up at night. We know that it's Kelsey for Kansas City, but there's an array of guys on Philadelphia. Who is the one Philadelphia offensive performer that makes you take the extra Ambien pill? Yeah, now that that's hard for me to say. I, I think that in the way I would rank those guys, I, and, and, and this is why I think Philly is very good, I think both A.J. Brown and Smitty are ambient players, okay, hmm. the two receivers. And what makes them even greater is with Hertz's ability to run that zone read and put the pressure on you and force your safeties around the box, you get a lot of one-on-one with those guys. And I think both of those guys, I mean, A.J. Brown was in our division. He is one of the best catch-and-run guys, one of the best 50-50 guys. And Smitty, of course, can run with the wind, you know. So, I mean, I think they're the two ambient guys. And, of course, on defense, uh, they have a ton of guys, uh, but it's Riddick. If, yeah. if you can't block Riddick off that edge, you're going home sorry. Coach, you're the best. We always love having you on. It's always great to hear your voice. Thanks so much for the time and the breakdown because a lot of the things that you gave us now are the way we'll watch the game on Sunday, and we really do appreciate it. Uh, always enjoy being with you guys. Have a good one. Yep, we'll talk to you soon. That's our friend Rick Venturi.